Hey guys, welcome to All Things To Be With Karen Taylor. Um, I am recording today. Uh, uh, I do this all the time. This is my intro. I I could talk for 30 minutes, but I can't do a fucking three minute intro. Uh, I'm sharing today about um, growing up at 35, not glowing up, uh, and just my experience uh, of, yeah, the last few months and, and what it's been like for me Um, just starting to take care of myself um, and starting to be a somewhat more responsible adult. So I hope you enjoy and um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to All Things To Boo with Karen Taylor. Uh, I am in my car again, uh, so I haven't had a chance to do another episode. I've just been super busy with work and um, getting ready. I'm going on my first holiday in like four years next week. Woo! Um, and I've been getting ready and organizing things for that. So I've just had a lot going on and um, yeah, I thought I wanted to do something. Um, it's always like ideas bubble in my head for a little bit. Um, I don't want to do podcasts where it's just like for the sake of doing a podcast every week. Like um, I want to, but also my brain just like it almost rejects it. It's like not wanting to post on Instagram because it's like irrelevant, you know. Like I just if I don't have anything that I really want to post, I won't post it. Um, but like that's just how my brain works. So. Yeah, um, I haven't been able to get my sister uh, to come and have a chat with me yet, but um, that's still in the pipeline. Um, so yeah, I'm just winging it, just going, rolling with the, rolling with the punches. Um, I wanted to do this podcast today because I've been had a few things in my mind just recently, like little things that have sort of been said to me, and I thought, yeah, like, I think I could address that, like, through all things taboo, um, and one of the things is, uh, like, I just, I've had a lot of people say to me recently that, like, you know, you've had such a glow up, and, like, um, and I, I was thinking about it a lot, and I sort of just, yeah, like, I do get lost in my thoughts sometimes to just think about, like, what that actually means, and I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a glow up, you know, I think I've had, um, I think I just, I went through something and I handled it better than I ever thought I would because I have an understanding, I have a better understanding of life now that life just fucking happens, you know, like life happens, shit happens, like I'm not going to just stop my life because something didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. Um, and I just had this real like click moment you know, um, in the last few months where I, I just don't want to, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but I just, I just didn't want to let my, I didn't want to lose everything again, you know, like I've lost, I've lost myself so many times to like breakups and stuff. And I just, I just didn't want to do that. And I just put, I just applied myself like, you know, in the previous episodes I talked about, like I got myself straight into therapy. Um, I, you know, I've been, I've been doing a lot of self-care um, I've got 
like regimes every day now um, and I definitely notice like I've got written on my bathroom mirror like all the things I need to do every day like the fact that I need to wash my face like I got a skincare routine which I haven't done before um, you know I've never looked after my skin and um, and now I'm looking after my skin and I'm finding that it's helping too because I'm a bit of a picker like I um, my anxiety sort of shows up in picking and I'll often pick my face and um, and I'm finding that because I'm looking after my face I'm like less likely to peek at it because fucking face care is expensive mate <laughs> um, so I yeah I've, I've been looking after my skin um, you know looking after my hair brushing my hair every day which is like for anyone who knows me that is like a mean feat to have brushed my hair every day for like four months you know it's <laughs> pretty big um, I used to just leave it and bung it up and because it's so big it would just kind of look like this big you know fondue on my head um, and I I've been brushing it and looking after it and then that makes me feel proud of myself too you know like I feel proud of my hair and um, yeah I don't know I, I've um, I've just yeah I've been really taking care of myself and uh, and I've been really loving um, just really loving like my routine every day and I I have to write it on the bathroom mirror and I notice that the days when I like leave it till later or don't do it first thing in the morning or at night like when I'm before I go to bed like I'll be laying in bed and I'll be like oh fuck like nah I'll just do it tomorrow and then I'm like get the fuck up and go and do it because like the minute that I start going nah I'll just leave it I'll just wait is um the minute that I start to like slip on those things and then I start to feel shit you know I feel really good when I'm looking after myself um, and I'm just ha I have to remember that all the time you know it's easy to let these things slip when we're feeling good and then we get to feeling bad and it's like oh I'm feeling so shit why am I feeling so shit and it's like because we're not doing all of those things that make us feel good you know so um yeah I what else has happened in the last few months I um Oh, well, I learned that Jared Leto is um, the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, um, so that was that was interesting. Um, I don't know why I didn't know that. I'm not a massive fangirl of, like, bands usually. Like, I don't know, like, all the band members' names or, like, what instrument they play. I just, like, if I like the music, I like the music. Um, and, yeah, I think um, I was watching a mu I was watching music videos with my sister, and, yeah... Uh, what came on? I can't remember exactly. Uh, something came on anyway, and I was like, "Oh, that's Jared Leto," <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck? I can't believe like all this time because I've listened to Thirty Seconds to Mars since I was a teenager." Like, I was just like, "What the hell? Like, how did I not realize that?" Like, my association with Jared Leto was like from, um, yeah, being the Joker, and then yeah, I was just like, "Oh shit!" Anyway, so that was um, <laughs> that was a fun little. Uh, a fun little realization um, um then yeah i've just uh you know i've done a lot of soul searching in this last few months where i felt like i looked into my last relationship a lot and i um like into myself in my last relationship like not i haven't like dwelled on my last relationship a lot because i was just like well it's, it's done like i cried i cried a lot like at the start you know i i took like time for myself when i needed to um you know, I dealt with the feelings of like, why was I not good enough? All these things like that come up for me, you know, all of my old like wounds and stuff. 
And um, and I then once I had sort of like just cried that all out. I, I haven't really like sat in thinking about it a lot, but but what I did realize was that I think. Um, and that's going to, you know, it's the title of this episode is growing up at 35, you know, um, I'm growing up and I realized that a lot of my life, I like went through my life, like just pretty blind, like just on autopilot. And I, it's not, it's no offense to anyone that I was in a long-term relationship in the past. So if, um, well, there'd be one person that might hear this, that would, you know, be upset to hear this, but I, I've never really, like, loved someone. Like, this was the first time that I actually allowed myself to, like, love someone from a place of understanding myself. Um, you know, it's the first time I've been in a relationship where I was able to, like, say what I wanted and set boundaries, um, you know, and also say that, like, these are my needs and this is what I need. And, and even to the detriment of, like, you know, having them say that they can't meet my needs. Like, and that was okay, but... I think it's the first time that I've gone into something a little bit more like open-eyed um, and when people talk about awakenings like don't fucking poo-poo it because uh, or I mean you can I, I did for a long time but like try not to because awakenings like a, a like a legitimate like life-changing experience is going through an awakening where you suddenly see yourself like outside of yourself like outside of all of the things that like you do because like that's what you've you were taught and that's what your family said that you should do and or that's what your parents said you should do or you know like I had um like I had a, you know again like talked about in previous episodes like my my struggle with like disordered eating um you know like my my thing when I was growing up was like we didn't have a lot of money so we would um we ate the same a lot of the same things all the time um but if if there was ever like a treat that you know if mum got us a treat to have after dinner which a treat for us was like getting one of those marshmallow mice um that was like a treat or getting a chopper chops lollipop like that was having dessert for us so um you know if if she did get those for us if she could afford it um then you know it was like we had we we had to eat all of our dinner if we wanted that thing um and so that was you know like a, a thing that i was taught growing up was that i had to eat everything on my plate if i in order to get the reward you know so um you can imagine taking that into adult life it's like I had this you know this idea uh, this idea that if I if I started a project and I didn't finish it that like I wasn't worthy of the of the reward or of the you know the I don't know the validation at the end or the tree at the end like so you know that those can be like thing those can be things that you take into your adult life and you do them subconscious like quite unconsciously so I was living quite unconsciously for a long time um you know it really wasn't until I was 30 and I had my first realization of like I'm so fucking sick of doing everything for everybody else um that was the first time that I kind of realized that I was a people pleaser like at 30 you know um my I went to South Africa for a competition I was competing in South Africa and I had then planned to go and spend time with my family afterwards and I was having my 30th birthday in South Africa and I remember going um, going down to my family and we were going to have a, a birthday party for me for my 30th and um, we are going to have it at my uncle's house, who's not actually my uncle, he's like my dad's foster brother, um, but he is my uncle, like as far as any family goes, like I like th that family, like that family is like my, like 
I love them so much. Um, anyway, so he was going to host it at his house, um, and then I invited my mum's side of the family. And because, like, years ago, there was some, like, issue with, like, my uncle and my dad or something or, you know, I don't know the full extent of it. Um, my mum's side of the family were like, no, we don't want to come and have, um, like, come to the party at your at your uncle's house. Like, we, we'll do something separately. So I'm there for a week holiday in South Africa. It's my 30th birthday, and I now have to do two parties to keep everybody else happy. And I did it. And then I just, I don't know, I remember going, it's so weird, like I still remember this, but I remember going to the bathroom and just like looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why have I come like all the way from Australia to make time in this holiday to see my family for my 30th birthday? You know, like I'm there for my 30th birthday to celebrate it with my family, thinking what a special thing that would be. Um, and then have to have two fucking birthday parties to please everybody else because of some shit that went down like 20 fucking years ago. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? So, anyway, that was the first time I had an awakening um, that I was a people pleaser. And, you know, it's been five years since then. And, and I, I feel like I, I'm way less of a people pleaser now, but like it still shows up for me. And it, it, I can't undo, you know, all those years of living in that way, um, overnight. So I don't expect that, but, um, but yeah, it's, that's, that's, you know, that's an awakening. That's awakening to yourself, like awakening to the fact that like, you know, you, I'm upset there because I'm having to do two parties, but really like I could have just said no, <laughs> I could have just said no, fuck that. I don't want to have two parties. Like if you don't want to come, this is where I'm going to be. And if you don't want to come, I don't care. Like that's on you. But yeah, I ended up trying to fucking uh, like please everybody else. And that just, yeah, didn't sit right with me, you know? And that's just one thing that I've like been become aware of, um, as I've, as I've gotten older, as I've done more of this work, as I've done more therapy, like, uh, I, yeah, I feel like I've, it's, yeah, like things are changing for me. I'm growing up, like I'm 35 and I feel like a teenager. And, and I think like, it's almost like I had my first real love experience and my first real heartbreak, um, like in this relationship, which is, um, which is weird to say. And, and yeah, when I actually sort of come down to it, it was like, this is what must happen, you know, for some people when they're 18 and they have their first love. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember ever having that, you know, having that real, like, open-hearted giving myself to somebody and being as vulnerable as I as I was um, because in the past I just did what the other person wanted me to do because I would rather have been chosen by someone than choose that person myself and and this was the first time that I really like really chose someone um, like I really chose I, I chose to be in this relationship and 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 that really I think that's what hurt so much for me at the end, but also what made it so much easier to like bounce back from it as well. Um, because I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like that's what it was. Like, that's why I'm hurting so bad. All right, cool. Well, next time, uh, you know, like, you know that you can get through it. So, so that's been my experience of glowing up, um, this time around, you know, I had a friend say to me, um, <laughs> Uh, I had a friend say to me that, like, you know, um, look, there's this, like, I think everyone, when they get out of a relationship, 
and they're, and they're scorned, um, want to, uh, like make the other person jealous. And, um, and I said, like, cause someone said to me, like, you know, oh, like eat your heart out or something. And I was just like, do you know what? Actually, like in the past, yeah, I probably would have like jumped straight into something else. Um, got into another relationship to make myself feel better. Um, but I, I, it's so weird because it's the first time that I haven't, I haven't done like, I haven't done my usual, like, I need to do that to make myself feel better, to make you, to make that person feel bad and regret their decision. I was just like, I'm really okay with the fact that it was a decision that was made and I'm moving through my life. And, and that's like, just, I'm just so, I am weirdly like so okay with it. Um, but I was like, I don't want to make them jealous. Like, I don't want to, I don't want them to be like, Oh, like, Oh, what, you know, what did I do? And I don't want that. Like I, I'm, it's, if that's what they feel, that's what they feel, but that's not what I'm trying to do. Like I'm just literally living my life and, um, and I, I don't feel the need to, um, yeah, I don't feel the need to pretend that I'm like, just like, I'm, I don't feel the need to pretend that I'm okay around my ex, um, because it still brings up a lot of stuff for me. Um, but I do feel that I've made better decisions in like the way that I've set boundaries. So I don't have to run into him as much. Um, and, and just like, yeah, getting that time and, and looking after myself. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's just really different for me right now. Like I, I don't, I don't feel any hatred or resentment or anger or, um, like I don't feel like I need to go into, you know, the next thing in my life, um, saying like my ex did this or my ex did that. Cause it just doesn't fucking matter. Like it matters what I do and what I take responsibility for and how I show up better in the next relationship. Um, you know, I took like a solid fucking four months of not dating anybody and not talking to anybody. Like literally I remember the first time a guy like asked me out to dinner, I like cried for two days because I was like, I can't imagine like anyone ever like touching my body again. Like, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, a few months later, you just got to give it time. That's so cliche. But, like everyone says it, but it's so true. Like you just do have to give it time time and like commitment to yourself like don't give it time and just like lay in bed every day and like be sad and like you know um simmer and marinate in your sadness i think it's important to like still say yes to things you know like i said yes to a lot of things i went to a lot of gigs like if i wanted to do something i booked a fucking ticket like i went and i didn't care if no one else was there and it was just me like took myself to the movies like i did all these things that i wasn't just like i took took bender like i would take like even with b you know just if I felt like I was having a shit time, like I would just get out of my body, like take Bender for a walk, you know, it was just, I think do healthy things for yourself. Don't marinate in your, in your sadness and in your sorrow and in your, you know, like your feelings of not being good enough because like you are good enough, like you are good enough. It's just one thing that's going to happen and it will get easier and life does go on. Um, you know, I don't know how I've fought through like so many of the, you know, the feelings, the tough feelings. I think in the past, my feelings were tougher because I felt like somebody leaving me or the relationship not working was because of me and because of me not being good enough. Whereas now I'm like, I am good enough. It just wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right thing. Like it wasn't, you know, our love languages are different. Like I can sort of recognize those things now where I couldn't before. And, um, and yeah, like I just took a solid amount of time to not, um, 
to not be with anybody, to not talk to anybody, to not entertain. Like, I did not entertain a single fucking DM. Um, I'm not going on back on, I'm not going on dating apps. I haven't been on dating apps for, you know, probably a good four years, but, um, I'm not going back on dating apps. Um, I, you know, my friend, a few of my friends are on dating apps and they always say, oh, it's so annoying. Like this person, you know, like, um, they matched with me and then like I messaged them and they didn't message back. And I'm like, <laughs> dude. I'm like, dating apps are just fucked. I'm like, the amount of time you spend scrolling through, like, deciding whether you like someone, and you finally like them, they don't even match you back. Or, like, they match you, and then you're like, fuck yeah, like, I'm in, and then they don't message you. And it's just like, what a fucking... I hate dating apps. Like, I hated them when I was on them. Cannot even stand the thought of them now. Um, I wouldn't be on them. I've said, you know, I, I've, I've very explicitly said and, and set a boundary for myself that if it's not going to happen in real life, I don't want it. Uh, so yeah, so that's been my, um, experience with going back to dating and I've just, just started to talk to people again now. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really nice. Uh, I didn't think that I would want it. I didn't think that I would want to ever talk to someone ever again. Literally, I was like, I am going to be single and celibate and live my best single empowered life. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like I'm enjoying talking to somebody again and, and having those little like feelings of like excitement, you know, a bit of anxiety and all that sort of stuff. Um, that might just be because I've come off my meds too, but um, I, I've been over a week now off of my uh, medication um, my doctor weaned me off of my medication um, very slowly uh, I went from 100 milligrams a day to 50 milligrams a day uh, alternating so 150 150 then I dropped to 50 then I dropped to um, 50 and nothing alternating days 50 and nothing 50 and nothing then it was like two days nothing 50 two days nothing 50 three days four days finally I'm here got you know, nearly, what is it? Oh, it's over a week anyway, 10 days or something, um, that I've been off my meds. And, um, apart from being a little bit like, I don't feel scatty as such. I think I'm always scatty. I think I'm just more aware of my scattiness at the moment. Cause I'm like, hmm, is that because I'm off the drugs? Uh, but I, I think that, you know, in general, I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm really, really proud of myself for being off of the drugs. And yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm just really like, I don't know, just having a, a really amazing life experience at this point in time. So I, yeah, I, I will keep it posted. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go to work now, um, but I just thought I would get that out. Um, hopefully that gives somebody something, some food for thought. Uh, and yeah, I hope that, you know, this has been able to, yeah, just give you a little bit of hope uh, if you're in a really shit space because it's not fun I'm not gonna you know I wouldn't fucking put hundreds and thousands on it and tell you that it's you know it's it's great going through a hard time it's not like it's fucking not <laughs> um especially a breakup like there's so many things that you have to sift through there's so many layers that you have to get through before you get to like the acceptance part of grief and it is not linear and um, you know, you can apply that to any circumstance in your life. Like it's not linear, like grieving anything, like a loss of a business, like the loss of a partner, the loss of, you know, like maybe, I don't know, like I'm, I'm about to, um, trade my car in and, um, 
and I'm, I don't have an attachment to my car anymore, but I probably will be a bit sad when I trade it in. So, but like, like any, I don't know, like anything, you know, you, you, once it's gone, you, you're not thinking about it all the time. Uh, I'm not going to be thinking about who's driving my old car and yeah, like, yeah, same. Who's, don't put so much time into thinking about who's dating your ex. Um, it just, it just doesn't matter that much. Um, it wasn't the right thing and, and, and trust that there's something so much fucking better for you out there. Like, just trust that. So, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today. Um, I'll get the next one out when I do. I'm going to go back to uh, not putting promises on a weekly episode. <laughs> I clearly can't manage that. So you'll get episodes when you get them. Um, so, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Have a beautiful day. Um, and I'll catch you on the next one.